Black is a shade that shields all visible things, but we use black today to bring the truth to light. I'm a firm believer of the phrase, before the truth will set you free, it'll piss you off. And with the amount of protests we've, we're seeing in the streets all throughout the United States, it's safe to say that people are pissed. With such a high volume of information and news coming in and out and opinions being shared, it's important to try to understand where all opinions are coming from. Today's show comes to you on a day where most have vowed to be silent, to give way to the important and overdue conversation this nation is having. And I am here to do what I can in its stead. To begin, I'd like to share with you a story that my grandfather told me when I was very young. One day, hundreds of years ago, a blind man needed to cross a river, but he couldn't see. He tried and tried to find a solution to his problem, but the pull of the water scared him too much every time. It was much bigger than what he could confront. At the same time, another man further down the river banks needed to cross the river too, but he couldn't walk. He tried and tried, but he couldn't drag himself across a river with no rocks. It was a bigger challenge than what he could confront. When both were about to give up and let their obstacle win, they found each other. It was only when the blind man who could walk but not see put the paralyzed man who could see but not walk on his shoulders that they both began to move forward. They eventually did cross the river. I say that story to say this. In this place where we are now as a nation, the only way to confront obstacles and to move forward is together. We must begin by understanding what keeps us apart. For the blind man and the paralyzed man, distance was the main issue. They were too far away from each other to know the other was who they needed to succeed. I believe our main issue is time and the resulting buildup of consequences of our national racial divide. Race issues have existed in this nation since the dawn of its inception, because even when the Constitution was written, it was written with the concept of slavery in mind. To fully grasp what I mean, I urge you to look up the phrase slavery in the U.S. time and read the first couple articles that pop up as these will explain what I mean in full. For the next podcast, I will be going into detail about why and how racism is still alive today, because I know a lot of people don't believe it is. But for now, just try to understand that even though recognizing the fact that slavery is alive is difficult, it doesn't mean it isn't true. Moving on from that is the other perspective. While these protests and riots, as some call them, are happening, many people have reached out and said that these are not the proper response to the death of George Floyd. May he rest in peace. While you may not agree with the protests, it's still important to understand why they are happening. Recently, I was asked to justify the riots, and my answer to this challenge is that I cannot justify violence. But I do understand these protests, which, by the way, are intended to be peaceful. These protests are happening because of the unlawful killing of George Floyd, but also because of all the unlawful killings of Black people that have taken place before. They are happening because even if a police officer's job is dangerous, and they sometimes kill people on accident or due to a situation escalating, it is not okay to kill Black people because of prejudices that have been built over the years, which is a sad reality of our time. However, within chaos, there is no order. And if there is no order, there is no winner. These protests do have a purpose. And the reason they are happening is because black people and non-racist people are tired of watching injustices happen in front of their very eyes. These protests are happening because black people and non-racist people don't know what to do anymore to protect rights that were never written in their favor in the first place. These protests are happening because black people and non-racist people are hoping that in rising up and fighting back, they will finally break through to those who seek to oppress them, that they, that we, may gain equality. It is not equality when I get called racist terms like nigger for no reason. It is not equality when I'm told that I should be careful when moving to a mostly white neighborhood because I am black. It is not equality when I become defensive against my white neighbors for no fault of their own, but because I am afraid of what could happen to me. 
They're probably amazing people. It is not equal for me, who is a good person just trying to make it in this world alive. Because maybe the one time I trust is the one time I die. But this is just a simple reality of my life. And I've been lucky. I have fortunately been very blessed. A lot of my brothers and sisters have not. And when I say brothers and sisters, I'm also talking about white people and Asian people and green people. In the streets, I can feel the energy change. I can feel the pain and the plight weighing everybody down. I'm proud to see so many young African-American children speak up and so many people of other races stand with their godly siblings. We are in the middle of a moment in history being written. But within the chaos, there is no order. And within, without order, there is no winner. Who wins when black businesses are burnt down? Who wins when racist people have more excuses to put black people in jail? Who wins when these protests are being called riots no matter how peaceful they are? Diplomacy means the art of dealing with people in a sensitive and effective way. And this word is often used when it's speaking of governments. To battle diplomacy, you must put down the torch. Even if the torch never intended to burn anything down, the threat that it can will win you enemies and none of us need more of those. I know you're tired of fighting diplomatically. I know these protests are mostly peaceful and we've been told we can't do anything else either, like simply kneel during a football game when that was suggested by Nate Boyer, a veteran in the first place. But I urge you all to rail it back because we won't get anywhere like this. I'm tired of explaining something that is so obvious to me, like the fact that racism is alive and that police especially need to stop killing us for no justifiable reason. But I can't stop explaining the truth because then we will be stuck in the same place. I heard on Fox News this morning that the undercover cops creating violence during these protests are trying to make it so Trump can call Antifa a terrorist organization and deal with protesters according to his agenda. This is just a theory, but goes to show that there's so much going on behind the scenes that we don't know about because we're too busy running around to think coldly and logically. I need my capable brothers and sisters putting their brains to use so we can topple the institution of racism law by law. The purpose of walking the streets was to send a message, and so many have joined the cause. We're united and we are strong. But now it's time to do something that will last beyond the weeks of attention these protests will give us. We need everlasting change, and for that we need to pick up the pen and put down the torches. Why should more of us die or be put in jails built to keep us under? The president won't stop his racist agenda because we're in the streets. In fact, it's the opposite. I respect everyone out on the streets fighting for our rights, but I ask you all to take a step back from your pain to see that you don't need to be martyrs. If you choose to be, I understand, and maybe I'm too much of a coward to do what you are doing, but I believe that we can get so much farther when we don't do what is expected of us to do. A friend recently reminded me of a book called The Art of War. In it, the writer Sun Tzu said, appear weak when you are strong and strong when you are weak. Recognizing that we may have to change tactics isn't weak but strong because we give our enemies no excuse not to listen. Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. both had different philosophies, and yet I believe it was the combination of the two that brought about change. Malcolm X made threats that scared the nation into listening, and they preferred to take the more peaceful route, which as we know was the reverence, to all people who defend the erroneous actions of cops who put a bad name on cops everywhere, I will share with you a quote from Malcolm X. You're not to be so blind with patriotism that you can't face reality. Wrong is wrong, no matter who does it or says it. He also said, if you're not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. I urge the whole nation to listen, but to listen accurately, to put yourself in each other's shoes so that you may face the truth or another. The truth will always be subjective because even how you conduct an experiment 
is based on experiences. But the point of everything is to try to understand someone else's truth so that they may understand yours and so that you may both come to a revolutionary conclusion together. For those of you who are already listening, know the nation is watching you and they are scared. It's been a long time coming, but let us not continue to act in a way that intentionally or not is causing more hate. To you, I share words from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. What must happen is the following. If the president and those who agree with his stance don't want people protesting out on the streets, they need to stop tear gassing people and start giving consequences to police officers when they act unlawfully. I have so much respect for police because they vow to protect us from those who seek to harm us by breaking the law. The police vow to protect the law, so they should be the first ready to face the consequences they implement on others when they fail us all. To all my brothers and sisters, continue to fight for what you believe is right, but try to understand my warning. Being out on the streets will do more harm than good at this point. And to those stealing items from stores, think about the message you are sending to those who seek to erase you and all those you love from this earth. I have come back from a hiatus because I can't stay silent when I was given a voice. Stay tuned for the next episode and know that if you're hearing this right now, I love you because you are all my brothers and sisters. <laughs>